Hello and welcome to another episode of Open Studio. I'm your host, Martina Flora, and in this show, I have conversations with illustrators, lettering artists, and creatives to understand how they got where they are right now and how they have built a business, a creative business around their skill set. And I am creating this new series of podcasts, solo podcasts, where I don't interview, I don't have guests on this solo podcast, but I try to anchor down some of the overarching concepts and learnings that we have through these conversations. And today I would like to speak about systems. Um, and when I say systems, I speak about systems for building a creative business, for um, creating your work, for almost everything. I have to say that business is really like my love language when it comes to running my business and also creating my artwork. And it's really a concept that I speak often about. And I remember that in one of the uh, previous episodes with F. Dot, he was speaking about this concept of treating your business as a scientist or analyzing your business as a scientist. I don't remember exactly the exact wording he used, but he mentioned how important it is to measure your business and measure your efforts in terms of like what works and what doesn't work and how can you use that information to inform your next steps. And I think this is really important and I want to start there why this is important for artists, right? Because I feel that there are so many myths around artists that have to do with chaos and lack of a structure. You know, you we often hear this idea of like artists are chaotic and um, artists don't have an agenda and artists don't meet deadlines. And I feel that this is really detrimental to our development as artists and is really undermining our growth as artists and creatives. Um, just the idea of like following that myth, the idea of um, kind of feel that because people say that about artists, we are supposed to meet those, those uh, expectations, right? And I feel that, um, you know, when I look back at my first steps in the world of art and the f my first steps creating my business and building my business, I can totally relate to that. I was really following that trend. I felt that because I was creative, my creative process had to be crazy and surprising every time. And I felt that um, in order to be creative and do creative work, um, I had to kind of create that magic every time I, I approach a project. So every time I had a new assignment, um, a, a new client assignment, I didn't know where to start. I was like, okay, how should I approach this project this, this time around? And this caused me a lot of anxiety, a lot of unhappiness. And, um, you know, I was mirroring this attitude in the way I created my work, also with my business. So uh, the same way I didn't have any system to create my artwork as a lettering artist, I didn't have any system to do anything in my business. I didn't have any structure whatsoever. I um, didn't have a system to invoice 
clients. I didn't have a system to to track uh, my financial um, return in my business. And at some point, I found myself being overworked, not making enough money, not spending you know enough time with my family and my couple and this this really had an impact on um on my life and also on my creativity because this container that I had created this business that I had created around my skills was overwhelming and was not enable me to do my best work and I think I spoke about this in previous episodes about this concept of how a creative business should be a container for your skills and for your creativity and should, you know, should enable you to do your best work. And when that container um, is not functioning well, then it just becomes your enemy and it becomes really, it really affects your creative output. It really it can really have a negative impact on your creativity. So whereas I think that having a creative business is a great way of exploring your creativity and making it thrive, having a malfunctioning creative business can be really undermining your creativity. And I hope I'm making sense with this I'm saying because I always speak about this um, and I think I spoke about this on on the previous solo episode that I um, I had on this podcast, I spoke about this concept of you know having this this skill set and creating that container that becomes sort of your playground. And for those watching on YouTube, you can you can see me doing some sort of uh, diagram with my hands, right? So um, for those listening, you know I'm I'm kind of illustrating this idea of having a skill, uh, right? And kind of having have have developed a certain skill for something and creating a container around it that is flexible enough and um, well functioning so that you can use it as a playground for your creativity right um, so this is why systems are important because they can create that container and they can create certain structure around in that container around your creativity where you you stop worrying about the container you stop worrying about the business so that you can make your best work right i see this often artists going solo and starting their own business and kind of um wanting to have more freedom and have more space and do the projects that they want to do and start the things that they want to do, which I think it's a great, you know, it's a great goal when you start a business. It's like your great uh, north, right? It's like, well, I want this space for myself. I want to create something that is my own. I want it to have my own imprint and my own way of doing stuff, right? This is the reason or the one of the main reasons why you would want to start your own creative business. But as they as they do it, they realize that there's a lot of challenges in running a business. It's not only about just, you know, getting, uh, you know, getting a workspace and um, writing invoices whenever you have a new client assignments. There's a lot of things around 
creating a well-functioning um, creative business. And they start, you know, the, all of these tasks and all of the things that they need to do besides their creative work start undermining their creative work. So they start it kind of becomes really overwhelming and the business side of things sort of overtakes the creative side of things, right? I want to make a point here that without a good functioning container, you won't thrive as an artist. And I think that the problem of this, of you not thriving in what you do, is that you will eventually quit. And I've seen that happening a couple of times um, kind of so because something is not working and because um, artists don't find a way to make their business work they eventually quit and they decide to go in another direction right and I think there's things that you can put in place to avoid this kind of um, this effect, right? And I think one of the main things that you need to start putting in place are systems. And this is where I get back into the topic that I want to uh, touch on today, which is systems. And I, you know, the first time I was introduced to the concept of systems um, was when I read a book called The E-Myth, and I'm gonna show the cover of this book on the YouTube video, and I'm gonna add this to the show notes so that you can find it. Don't judge this book by the cover, um, because definitely you will realize that definitely this is not a design uh, uh, book uh, because of the cover, uh, naturally not done by any uh, artist or designer. Um, so you will see that if, if you read this book, when I read this book, actually, um, a colleague of mine um, recommended it to me. I was, you know, I was going through this process um, or I was realizing that, you know, my, my, my business was overwhelming, that it was really undermining my creativity. I felt really overworked, um, burned out. I felt that I needed to change something. And he recommended me this book. He was, um, he is a, um, the owner of a creative, um, uh, of a branding agency in New York. And he recommended me this book. He thought, read this book, it's gonna change your life. And it had a tremendous impact on my work, on my business, on my life. Um, and the E-Myth, going back to, to the, the book, it's a book that speaks actually about how to create a franchise. And a franchise is a Starbucks or a McDonald's or, um, you know, that kind of franchise. A business that can be replicated in different parts of the world the same way, with the same branding, with the same system, right? And this is where the systems comes in. The um, kind of like the image touches on the myth of the entrepreneur, uh, where we w entrepreneurs tend to do everything, you know, their own way, and they don't have any system for anything. So um, they eventually turn out uh, to be overwhelmed by their business, and to they end up burning out. And I think this this also applies to um, to creative entrepreneurship because you know, want it or not, 
when you start your own business as a freelancer, you are an entrepreneur. You're a solopreneur, right? You're starting this business on your own. And the e-myth speaks about this. Why most, most uh, businesses fail in the sense of creating a good functioning um, a business because they don't have the systems, right? And the reason why businesses like McDonald's or, um, or uh, Starbucks grow in the way they do and they scale up and they, you know, you open a Starbucks uh, in Germany or in uh, Mexico or in the US or wherever in the world, they are uh, successful and they function well, they deliver the product um, that they promise, so the book really introduces the concept of systems. And the book speaks about why systems are important in terms of not only creating a, a business that works well or is well-functioning, but also delivering the product that you're creating in a consistent way. Because eventually what or why customers come back to you is because they're looking to experience the same thing that, that they experienced before. So for instance, if a client comes and hires you to create an illustration or to create, create a lettering piece, they would, if they had a successful experience and a successful um, customer journey, uh, they will come back for more and they will expect to repeat the same process, right? And what happens often for us creatives is that since we don't have a system to create our work, we cannot replicate the experience. So every time a client com comes back, it's like, okay, well, well I will nail this or I, I will approach this project in a different way. And Clients get confused and they don't understand why you're doing it this way um, if they you did it in, in another way last time, right? So creating these systems um, or putting these systems in place, make sure that you are consistent, consistent to deliver the project, consistent in your customer experience, consistent in your invoicing process consistent in your onboarding process right so essentially as a creative business owner you can have systems for everything and the first system that i created was you know after reading this book the fir the first system that i created was um how do i produce my work so i started with my um, creative system, right? So how do I start and deliver the artwork that I'm creating, right? Um, so I started establishing um, steps for creating my artwork, which is something that I share also in my book, The Golden Secrets of Lettering, where I speak about the specific process I use to create a lettering piece. How do I find inspiration? How do I, you know, uh, lay down the first ideas? How do I create a sketch and kind of test my ideas with the client? This is all stipulated in a very um, precise process that I follow every time um, I do. I, I have a new client assignment, and this was really important for me later on in order to um, 
to hire people and to get help and to delegate, right? Since I had a procedure and a process and a system to create what I was doing, then I could very well have someone on board helping with some of the parts of that process or um, creating that thing for me in the same way that I would do it. But I had to create that system first in order to be able to delegate that later on on someone else. And I will probably touch on this on other uh, solo episodes um, about the, you know, I will touch on um, hiring and delegating. But for now, I think that a system is, is very important in that sense that, or it was for me at that moment when I created the system to create my work. Um, it was very important for me in terms of I knew what to do. I had a plan. Every time I had a new client assignment, I knew how I was going to do this. And I could also communicate it to them. I could also say, hey, this is what you can expect next. Um, and I'm going to send you this sketch this day. And then after that, I'm going to do this and that. And the, the client also could see how um, confident I was at communicating that process. Um, and it it also meant in their eyes, it meant that I was, you know, I knew what I was doing. I was in charge. I was an expert, right? So this also positioned me in a different um, way, right? In front of other people, which eventually has an impact on how you stand up for yourself and how you feel, right? Um, so creating that process to... Um, to produce my work was the first system that I created, right? Um, and after that, I started um, drafting systems for everything, for client onboarding, for instance. I have a system, and a specific system that I follow every time I have a new client assignment. Um, and they, you know, for returning clients, they experience the same onboarding process every time they come back, right? So I have a client onboarding process, I have a client outreach process, right? So I have a specific system to outreach to clients and to keep keep track on, um, you know, who replied, who didn't, you know, how can I follow up, right? I have a system for almost everything, for finances, for uh, invoicing, for um, cash flow, for yearly planning. I really have a system for all of this. Uh, stuff, th all of this stuff, and what this keeps me is a a plan. And this is very interesting because these systems are what I share in Leap Now, uh, my coaching program for creatives and illustrators, which is, you know, during the program. Um, we work on all the systems, right? Not only I share the systems, but also the students get to, uh, or the members get to try these systems and use them in their own business. And it's interesting because yesterday I had a, um, a focus group call with um, the members of my previous edition of the group coaching program um, for lettering artists and illustrators. And you know, we, we often have this focus group so, so that we can improve things for the next edition, which is coming this June. Um, and they gave me a lot of feedback on things that we, we can improve and things that could, you know, we could add to the program. Um, but they also 
of course, I always ask in these calls is, well, what can we improve? What can we do better? You know, I always feel that every edition of the program, the program is getting better and better. And that's my goal with it, that it really becomes a program that it helps our members through their transformation and to create this perfect container for their creativity, right? And they gave me, within that feedback, I also asked them, okay, what do you feel that you gained through the program? And one of the things that, you know, across the board, I, I had a call with five of the members of the programs, the, of the program, and across the board, one of the things everyone agreed on was that they have a plan, they have a system. They're not second guessing themselves. They're not asking themselves every time they have to do something, okay, now what? Okay, a client approaches me, I got the job, now what? Um, okay, I finished the job, I delivered the job with the client, now what? They have a system for everything and this gives them um, this gives them confidence, but also one of them was saying that she gained the joy back. She gained the joy back, um, or she gained back the joy of running her business, right? Uh, so she's not, she's no longer second guessing herself um, around, okay, am I doing this right? Is that correct? Should I do it this way or that way? She knows already. She has the systems in place. So she gained back the joy of running her business, which is, you know, her, which eventually was her number one goal when she started her business in the first place, to create this place where she enjoys going every single day um, and of course through those systems through those um, through gaining uh, back the joy in running the business um, they all also agreed in the fact that they gained confidence um, because they know what to do they don't you know they're not wondering or trying to figure out the things every single time they know what to do and this gives them confidence to you know for when it comes to pricing for instance many of them have um, reported that they hire their rates um, and they they stand for for them and they you know they work the clients continue coming back and they accept their new rates um, because now they know their worth, right? And because they know their worth, they also, this has had also a impact on the kind of work they do. So for instance, some of them are now teaching workshops and they started a series of online classes because they have realized that they have an expertise that a lot of people doesn't have. And this really, um, yeah, you know, gaining that confidence allowed them to develop that part of the business, right? So back to systems. Um, having systems is something you can do for almost everything in your business. And because your business is a creative business, it doesn't mean that it needs to be chaotic and unstructured. Um, I would say rather the opposite. The more... Um, 
um, um, systems you can put in place, the less chaos you will have and the more space you will have for your creativity, right? And I cannot emphasize enough how important this is, these systems are for a creative business. And um, we work through all of the systems um, or all of the essential th systems that you need to have in place in your creative business on our on LibNow, the my group coaching program for uh, illustrators and lettering artists. Uh, we are opening registrations for this program next June. So if you want to get on the waiting list, you should do it now because we this group coaching program is um, is not a massive program. We don't take 100 students at the time. We take a limited amount of members at the time so that we can really laser focus on each one of them. Um, we also like to have a community that is tied together. Um, it's interesting because these this, uh, members that I met with for the focus group yesterday, they were reporting back that they they continue meeting, they continue giving each other support even beyond, the, you know, after the end of the program. Um, so this, you know, the, the fact that we have, that we create this small container for, for this coaching uh, program also enables them to create real connections. And most of them end up being like best buddies. So with this, I want to tell you that we take a very limited amount of members every time we open the program. So if you want to get in, if you feel that this year is your year and is the year for you to either start your business or scale whatever you're doing, if you're, you know, if you want to pivot and start your business, this is a great program. If you are already running your business, this program is great for you to sort of audit your business, understand what you're doing, understand where, where there's room for improvement and kind of start getting the results that you want to get. Um, so the program is open in registrations in June. So if you want to get on the waiting list, go to maketheleapnow.com and you can sign up for the waiting list. And I will let you know first uh, when the program opens. Those that are on the waiting list have priority access to the registration. So um, if you're interested in this, definitely sign up for the waiting list. I will add this to the show notes um, so that you can find the link. Um, so back to systems. I want to give you some ideas on what you can do to start implementing these systems in your business or in your work. Um, so as I said before, you can create a system with almost everything. Um, you can create a system to produce your work, uh, to document your work. You can create systems to, um, you know, for the operations of your business. So if you want to start trying or putting in uh, into into action um, these concepts that I'm sp speaking about in the in this episode. Um, what I would recommend is number one, identify what are the things that you are doing repeatedly in your daily work, right? So, you know, creating the artwork, creating the work is one of the first things that came up for me, right? So this is one of the first systems that I created because I was doing lettering 
every single day. So I thought, okay, this is the thing I need to start with. So perhaps this is the one system you need to start with. And I want to propose you to think of three systems, three things that you uh, that you do repeatedly every day. So one of them could be um, the yeah the work you do or the way you do your work, right? And think of two other th systems of things you do often. For instance, um, you can think of a system to update your portfolio. I have a system to update my portfolio. Um, so you can think of a system to um, invoice clients or you can think of, of a system to um, kind of keep track of the, of the finances of your business. You can sort of you know, to start with this, uh, or to start implementing the concept of systems in your in your business, try to think, try to come up with three things that you do very often, right? And once you identify those three things, I want you to write down as bullet points all of the steps you follow to um, to create that or to do that, right? And be very specific, really. Don't do just like, well, open the doc, write the content, close the doc. No. You um, create a bullet point list of every single step that you follow to do that. For instance, um, to create this uh, podcast episode, I have a specific steps that speaks about the show notes. So there is a specific steps wi within another 30 steps um, that speaks about how to create the show notes. So to create the show notes, the, no the show notes should include all the relevant links th that are mentioned in the episode, uh, should um, you know, link the name of the guest, if we have a guest on that episode, link the name of the guest to their main social media account. Um, there's also specifications on how to create the artwork for our YouTube video, right? So there's really a system, you know, like, Consciously or not, you have a certain way of creating every single thing. Uh, you have a certain way of creating a, an Instagram post. You have a certain way of creating a, um, a YouTube video. Or you have a certain way of creating the artwork you do. So try to be very specific on what you're doing. Think of, you know, to become really specific, think of... Do this as if you had to... Delegate it to someone. So you want someone to do this for you in this very specific way. How will you describe that so that this this person um, or there's no room for you know doubt on that process, right? So this person can take that process and do it exactly like you would do it. So as I said, first number one, identify the three things that you do very often in your business. Number two, describe the process. Create a bullet point list um, of the, the steps you follow to create that uh, thing and be specific on each one of those bullet points. Like write down the details, write, that, write down the specifics of each one of the tasks. And number three, and this is what I think that 
as artists and creatives, uh, we find most challenging is use it consistently. Every time you have to do the same thing, open that Google Doc or whatever you know document you created with your system and go through the list over and over again, right? Use that system repeatedly so that you can have the results um, or you can achieve those results consistently, right? So again, find the three things. This is my action item for you today. Um, find these three things that you do repeatedly, write down the system, the bullet point, um, step-by-step system that you use to create that and use that system repeatedly. I hope that this episode around systems um, has triggered some thoughts in you. Um, I know that you know, systems is not something we are accustomed or we are familiar with as artists. We believe that, you know, our creativity flows and that everything is very um, spontaneous. But I really believe that having certain structure can only be beneficial for your creative output. So I hope you find this episode about systems um, useful and I hope to see you in the next episode of Open Studio. Bye-bye. So this is it. I hope you loved this episode. You can find me, the host of the show, on social networks at Martina Flor on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you have a question or comments, go to martinaflor.com slash podcast, where you can see previous episodes, find show notes, and send voice memos with your comments and questions. You can also watch these episodes on YouTube. Just go to martinaflor.com slash YouTube to find them. You can, of course, listen to all our episodes on your favorite podcast platform. If you loved this episode, subscribe to this podcast. And if you leave us a review, it will help others find us. Thank you all for listening and see you in the next episode of Martina Flores Open Studio. Bye-bye.